Today is Easter Sunday. Happy Easter to all of you. Welcome to today's Paschal Cast. This is Father John Zilsdorf. Today our Roman station is Santa Maria Maggiore. As Blessed Ildefonso says, after the Paschal Vigil at the Lateran, the first basilica to be visited is that of the Mother of God and the Esquiline, for it is fitting that to her, before any other, the joys of the resurrection should be announced, to her who more intimately than any other shared in the passion of Jesus. Here's the collect for the Vetus Ordo today. Let us pray. O God, who on this day through thine only begotten Son hast conquered death and thrown open to us the gate of everlasting life, give effect by thine aid to our desires, which thou dost anticipate and inspire. O Remus, Deus qui hodierna die per unigenitum tuum eternitatis nobis aditum de victa morte reserasti. Vota nostra, que preveniendo aspiras, etiam adjuvando pro sequere. Perindem Dominum Nostrum, Jesum Christum, Filium Tuum, qui tecum vivit et reignat in unitate Spiritu Sancti, Deus, per omnia secula seculorum. Amen. From The Life of Christ by Fulton Sheen To an angel, the resurrection would not be a mystery, but his death would be. For man, his death was not a mystery, but his resurrection would be. What had been natural to the angel, therefore, was now made the subject of the announcement. The angel was the one keeper more than the enemies had placed about the Savior's grave, one soldier more than Pilate had appointed. The angel's words were the first gospel preached after the resurrection, and it is the one that went back to his passion, for the angel spoke of him as Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. These words conveyed the name of his humanity, the humility of his dwelling place, and the ignominy of his death. In all three, lowliness, ignominy, and shame are brought in comparison with his rising from the dead. Bethlehem, Nazareth, and Jerusalem are all made the identifying marks of his resurrection. The angel's words, here is the place where they laid him, confirmed the reality of his death and the fulfillment of the ancient prophecies. Tombstones bear the inscription, Hic Yachet, or Here Lies. Then follows the name of the dead and perhaps some praise of the one departed. But here, in contrast, the angel did not write, but expressed a different epitaph. He is not here. The angel called on the women to behold the place where their Lord's body had been laid, as though the vacant tomb was evidence enough of the fact of the resurrection. They were directed to hasten immediately and give intelligence of the resurrection, it was to a virgin woman that the birth of the Son of God was announced. It was to a fallen woman that his resurrection was announced. Reading numerous writings which have been addressed today to the faithful by priests and Catholic writers, one would have the impression that our eternal life is assured, that we no longer have to have confidence in God in the resurrected Jesus, and that, without encountering any opposition, we will certainly come to eternal life, no matter what we do in the course of this life. 
God is good, they say. God has risen. He resurrected all of humanity with him, and consequently all humanity goes toward eternal happiness. Without a doubt, our Lord did rise, and we are filled with hope of one day being close to him in the glory of the Holy Trinity. But our path has not ended. God knows that the devil, who was vanquished at the same moment our Lord committed his soul to God, still has considerable power. God leaves him the power to fight in order to snatch Christians from our Lord's hold and drag them away with him. Therefore, we must fight against our bad instincts. We must avoid sin at all costs. It is with this condition that we will truly be united with our Lord, and in which we will then be able to live in the hope of attaining the blessed life of heaven. Marcel Lefebvre